0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: We're talking 2023 breakaway rush course. Dave's research is complete. Which backs in this class are set to explode in the NFL? What's up, Roto-Viz? Welcome into the RotoViz Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Curtis Patrick. I'm joined by Dave Caven. We're here to talk about big play artists. The 2023. NFL draft is just around the corner. Uh, the running back class is, you know, some people just say it's top heavy. Others say, hey, there's a lot of quality um, into the middle rounds. You know, draft capital will, of course, help us uh, solve the arguments between the, the analytics team and the, the film team. But Dave always does some pretty cool research each year, looking at the big play, uh, the big play frequencies, of a lot of the prospects, and his article is up on the site. We're going to dive into that a little bit in this episode. Dave, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great, Curtis. Uh, As we inch ever closer to the NFL draft, it's easy to get more excited about everything going on in the fantasy football world. I've had some time to do some running back research. I actually did a solo episode last night that some people may have listened to where I talked some about Some of the quarterback research that I've been doing, I'm just, you know, fired up for everything fantasy and NFL related right now. And I'm also really curious still to see these Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers chips fall. And we, you know, we can talk about that when it happens.
1: Yeah, I saw uh, a a pretty big name uh, NFL draft pundit hypothesize a Lamar Jackson trade to the Indianapolis Colts this morning. So that was one of the fun articles that I read. And uh, I mean, yeah, until the chips fall, it's just going to be uh, intrigue every single day. Well, today for this episode, we want to talk about the breakaway rush scores of this class. See if there are any hidden gems or see if we can confirm, you know, maybe some of the excitement about some of the prospects that you know, were rated highly in our Rotoviz Fantasy Football Rookie Draft Guide uh, or on, you know, highly on other sites that the listeners might frequent. And, you know, Dave, you've been doing this process for, you know, a handful of years now. I think it's really cool. So to just kind of break it down, what you've done is you've created a system where we can look at the, the types of explosive plays uh, running backs have in, in college. So we're looking at rushes of 15 yards, 20 yards, 30 yards, 40 yards and 50 plus yards. And then we're trying to create, you know, a basic, consistent career, So that way, instead of a rate, we can come up with a score. So, you know, for example, you know, players who declare early or maybe don't play in bowl games, those types of things, they might only play, you know, 30, 34, 36 games, you know, a red shirt senior, you know, might play 48 to 52 games, something like that. So what what you've done is create a system where everyone gets 48 games and you come up with how many breakaway rushes they would have had in that sample career is that more or less correct
2: yeah that that's really it and one of the reasons that i'm doing that is because i found that i had better results when i was looking at raw totals with players that i had enough data that i felt good with versus just kind of looking at some averages and extrapolating from there so that is more or less the process
1: so that you know that's more or less the process there's a little bit of more nuance than yep. that i've simplified it for the purpose of the <laughs> podcast if you want to check it out in greater detail, and the you know 500 word explanation, uh, you know, lead into the article, you can check it out on rotoviz.com. It's still on the front page, just posted about a week ago, 2023 Breakaway Rush Scores: An Explosive Class Set to Blow Up at the Next Level by Dave Cabin. Now, the reason that Breakaway Rush Score is important is Dave, your research has found that you know this combination of kind of middling chunk plays those 15 plus yard chunk plays, and then the home run plays. When you look at those in combination, um, there's a stronger relationship between those types of profiles and then, you know, athletes that are scoring high PPR points per game and their first contract, really those first three years in the NFL.
2: Yeah, and it's one of the most competitive things that we have found to look at. And I think that one of the reasons for it is you are capturing – a lot of other attributes in this metric. Uh, You know, obviously, like anything with running backs, we do see it get skewed to some degree, perhaps by the team that a player is on. But if a player is athletic or if they have good agility, if they're fast, whatever the combination is, if they use that to be a player that can break plays in college, that is generally a signal that they have something special that will carry over more often than not to the next level. And you see that reflected when you look at the top 25, 30, whatever you want to break it down to players uh, in this metric and their results when they actually make their way to the NFL.
1: Now, there's a couple different ways we can use this. You know, we can use it in kind of a post NFL draft lens where it's like, oh, that's why that guy got drafted highly. Yeah. Um, but. You know, part part of what's interesting with something like breakaway rush score is these are you know, the guys that score highly here are the guys that have the longest highlight reels on YouTube, right? Yep. I mean, they're they're having these big chunk plays. And so I, I'd rather use it not necessarily in a predictive fashion, but you know, allows us to make really solid educated guesses, particularly in the non elite, you know big time power five, five star athlete guys that might yep. get better draft capital than we might have thought. So when I look at the top 30 breakaway rush scores for dating back to 2014, because I mean, you've been doing this for almost 10 years now. Some of the names that are on that list are guys that, you know, if, if you were to do dynasty startups before the NFL draft, you could have made, you know, you could have had instant equity. You know, if you were doing early best ball drafts, you know, they didn't exist back then, but they do now these are some of the names that you know, they might get their name called on early day three or very late day two. And, and and maybe the, the dynasty rookie rankings community is a little bit behind or, or maybe RotoViz seems like they're a little bit out there, having a guy rated a little bit more highly than some of the other sites. You're know, like, you know, what's the story behind that? Well, it starts to come together when you see, okay, Hey, Tevin Coleman, a top five all time score Kareem hunt top, Five all-time score, Devin Singletary, top six, Samaja Pirine, James Conner, Aaron Jones, Jay Ajayi, AJ Dillon. You know, some of these uh some of these back Rashad Penny well, Rashad Penny, you know what, uh, that's probably a bad name. I just wanted to read it because <laughs> Cause, cause I, he's on Penny's name. I'm gonna mention him. But there's <laughs> other backs. You no, know, there's other backs are are backs that you know almost all of those guys went you know, saved. Coleman who was in the big 10 most of those guys were you know non-power five backs who ended up being drafted you know late day two or you know no later than the fifth round and ended up having you know really solid NFL fantasy careers and they became you know good you know pre-NFL draft rookie draft picks good early dynasty startup draft picks and so I think it's worthwhile to to check in on on this year's class how do some of these top guys perform of course you know it's nice to look at, you know, Bijan Robinson's score or Jameer Gibbs's score. Those guys, we already know they're going to get the draft capital. Yep. And, and, the, and for that reason, the breakaway rush score is almost not as important. We know they're going to get the draft capital. They're going to get the early opportunity. They've already passed the athleticism test. I'm really interested, you know, what are some of these non-power five guys? How do they stack up historically? What about like Dwayne McBride or Ty J. Spears? Some of those names, Keaton Mitchell. Where do they stack up? Are they really going to be worth it? Or when you look at them historically versus those other guys who really, you know, popped, are they lacking a little bit? So, Dave, why don't you take us through some of the more exciting names that are a little bit more off the radar for twenty
2: twenty three? Sure, and everything that you said there is the right context to frame this in. The type of players that I'm curious about here are guys where it's hard to make complete sense of their profile and that typically is these players that went to those small schools. So to put things in perspective here, Curtis, um, Melvin Gordon ranks first all time with just a ridiculous outlier score but behind him, uh, like 136-ish is the highest that you're going to see um, generally for breakaway rush score. Uh, if we put things into percentiles, uh, the ninety-fifth percentile is at one twenty. The seventy-fifth percentile okay. is around eighty-four. We have a number of players this year coming in. So top,
1: qu- top quartile is eighty-four and above. Okay. Eighty four right. and I'm above. Do the napkin math while you run us down, you know, the list of guys.
2: So this is the crazy thing, man. We have in the top quartile, uh, one, two, three, four. Five. Yes, six. I actually had to count to make sure because I haven't seen a class this strong in a while. Six players in the top 75 of all the players that I'm I have seven. included. Oh, you're counting, counting seven.
1: seven? Yeah, I'm counting seven because Robinson said 80, 85 you said 84 and above is so the top quartile, oh,
2: correct? Right? Correct, Yep. yep. Alright, so the player that uh, there's two guys in this class, Curtis, that really stand out. The first is Dwayne McBride out of uab comes in with a 95th percentile breakaway rush score at 120 uh which i found this to just be really really interesting because when you also look at uh some of the data that sports info solutions has on advanced running back stats what you'll see is that his 2022 uh was a very impressive season in terms of broken and missed tackle percentage per attempt, which clearly some of that relates into him being able to have these breakaway rush plays, but it gives us a sign that there's something there. So he's a player that I've become a lot more interested into. uh, And we'll just be hoping that he gets a chance to show some of what he can do. Hopefully, you know, manages to get drafted to a decent spot where he, he gets a chance to run. Oh. You might be muted, Curtis.
1: Yeah, there we are. Yep. Uh, my kids are watching uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp in the other room. So okay. I if people wanted that bleeding through. <laughs> um, so, yeah, even if you don't solve for draft capital, I mean, McBride already pulls in a couple pretty cool names that either A, got draft capital, or B, ended up having solid NFL careers. And, you know, I think on the strength of his breakaway rush scores, you know, that's additional context that means, you know, maybe... Maybe we ought to be a little bit higher on him um, as a community than, than we've been so far. You know, his number one sim in our prospect box score scout without even adding in draft capital is Ryan Matthews. Ryan Matthews, uh, I, I believe, was a first-round NFL draft pick back in, in 2007. Ended up having a pretty, um, at times, exciting NFL uh, fantasy career. Uh, we also see um, Rojo, Ronald Jones, second-round NFL draft pick. So, you know, McBride out of UAB, it was kind of thought to be you know, maybe a high-end day three pick at best, profiling with you know a couple guys that went toward the top of the draft. We also did see Chris Wells, Chris Beanie Wells, who didn't pan out in the NFL, uh, but also was a very high draft pick. So um, Benny Snell, who was a day two draft pick, interesting list of guys for McBride and for him to be 95th percentile or above. I mean, it's exactly the type of swing that you want to take you know, maybe in late round two, early round three of your rookie draft. And is a great name for the end of dynasty startups um, at this point in the process. Who else do we have near the top, Dave?
2: So we have a player that is also in the 95th percentile. This player comes out of one of the bigger schools. I'm actually going to leave that name for people to go and check out the article and find out. Uh, but behind him at...
1: Well, hold on. Let's pause there. Yep. I'm not going to say his name either. But I think this is an instance... Where, you know, sometimes players athletically don't measure up to expectations yep. and, and people, you know, th- there's a real temptation to over adjust on where we've got them. And I remember this happening back, I guess it would have been in like 2017 ish around then when Dalvin Cook came yes. out, Dalvin Cook had like an awesome uh, career at Florida state, just totally tanked the NFL combine and I remember just being very steadfast. I, I actually had an episode of the road of his mailbag that I recorded um, way back then that we ended up titling fade the combine for Dalvin cook. Um, and, you know, that turned out to be right, you know, and it's because despite that lack of, you know, athletic measurables being there, he still managed to always create yards for himself in a really difficult situation. So Uh, You know, it's interesting to see this guy's name. He was a really high-end recruit. So that's a nice tease there, Dave. We'll we'll have to have people (laughs) read the article to get that one.
2: Sure. So a player that is also from a school with a little bit more name recognition than some of the others we might talk about, uh, Muhammad Ibrahim out of Minnesota finishes with a breakaway rush score of 102. Now, one of the things driving this is he did see pretty high volume in terms of attempts per game, which does factor into how this is calculated, but he comes in, in the 88th percentile uh, finishing just ahead of one of our favorites from last year, Brees Hall. So pretty exciting to see him finish here. Um, I was not necessarily expecting this, uh, but that, that kind of rounds out the players that we have finishing above or near the 90th percentile. But another player here, Curtis, from that area of the country is Chase Brown out of Illinois, who puts up a breakaway rush score of 99, which is pretty high here. It's actually 86th percentile. uh, Still finishing ahead of some of these players that we mentioned earlier, like J.K. Dobbins, A.J. Dillon, uh, Darius Geis, who some (laughs) people might remember. So kind of a a cool spot to be in line with. Of course, the players around you don't really matter. Uh, What's more important is just that you're landing in these zones. Uh, So a good look for Chase Brown there to come in again in the 86th percentile.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: this, this is a really intriguing prospect. You know, his, his athletic measurables were off the charts. You know, he, it was, you know, combine was very good for him. And when you, when you key him into the prospect box score scout, I mean, everyone in his top 10 Sims was drafted in the top 58 of the NFL draft, Dave. And that we, I've, I've not entered any NFL draft capital. So we're just talking pure profile, right? Production and athletic measurables all of his top 10 were taken before the end of round two. David Wilson, Ben Tate, Doug Martin, Najee Harris, Amir Abdullah, Rashad Penny, Sonny Michelle, Isaiah Pede, Rashard Mendenhall, On Johnson. Now, two-thirds of that list didn't end up panning out in the NFL. But the fact that – I mean, to me, this is like a big warning shot that, hey, Chase Brown, you know, maybe he ends up an end-of-day-two type player. You know, um, Chunk plays – high-end athleticism i mean that's stuff that scouts salivate over and you know brown uh did move up our boards a little bit from volume one to volume two definitely going to be looking for uh his draft capital situation uh, sure next
2: month. and sometimes too you have these players that finish with these crazy athletic profiles and in the case of brown you know speed score of 109 that's 82nd percentile Yeah. His explosion, given his jumping ability, is 95th percentile. And sometimes you wonder, well, where did that really show up on the field? And this is a case where we see a player actually using that and, you know, having a tangible outcome via that athleticism.
1: Well, Brown and the next guy that you're going to interview or you're going to review here are two that I'm taking, you know, in that round 15 to 17 area of the underdog big board. You know, I've I've got I think a hundred concurrent drafts. I ended up maxing it last week. I think we talked about that. And Brown and the next guy are two that I'm collecting late shares of. If you want to get into underdog fantasy this year, some of the early best ball contests. They've got a super flex version up there now um, that's filling. Go to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code rotoviz, and your hundred dollar deposit will be matched uh, with a hundred bucks from us. You can also use. Promo code Underdog at rotoviz.com for half off a one month subscription if you want to check out the site.
2: So, this, this next guy, man, out of Tulane Spears, the interesting thing about him, Curtis, is that, as I, I mentioned, J-A-T. yeah, you know, attempts per game factor into this, but why yeah. he scores very highly and gets into the 84th percentile is because he was really efficient, um, especially in taking carries in at least getting to 15 yards on them as a result of that really propels himself up finishes uh as i said in the 84th percentile one of these players that maybe you easily could have overlooked uh till you started you know really doing your research but also was another guy that was very um explosive in his combine testing cool to see him here and it sounds like you are a uh, pretty big fan of spears
1: yeah, I mean, what's what's not to like here? Um, small school. We've seen, you know, guys with this type of profile make it work. You know, I've heard the Austin Eckler comp from a couple people um, that are really familiar with Ty J Spears profile. You know, when I I don't know about all that. I'm not saying that that's necessarily correct. Just because he's a small school guy, that's probably going to be a day three draft pick doesn't mean he's going to end up being a future overall RB one uh, in PPR leagues. But you know, there is a lot to like with Spears. And I I just love anytime I see the name Jamal Charles before I've adjusted for draft capital in anybody's um, prospect box score scout Sims, I just get really excited. So uh, it'd be interesting to see where Spears goes amongst his top 10 right now. I mean, we see Jeffrey Wilson, who's ended up, you know, as a really explosive um, athlete in the NFL, you know, big plays. Jamal Charles was, of course, a home run hitter. Um, so, you know, both of those names seem to make a lot of sense, given what you discovered in his uh, breakaway rush score.
2: And also I'll add an entirely meaningless, but fun data point here, uh, especially given the fact that he only participated in two drills, but given his broad, his vert, his height and his weight, Christian McCaffrey does get into his athletic comps, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which, you know,
3: yeah,
2: exactly. So uh, to round things off here, um, man, there's just a lot of guys that performed well in this class. Uh, Tank Bigsby actually comes in in the 79th percentile, and he's one of these guys that's kind of interesting in that if you just look at percentages, he didn't really finish off the charts in terms of any one particular bucket was just fairly solid all the way throughout So Bigsby is a player that I've kind of seen opinion differ on um, over the course of the offseason. Also, you know, had kind of a disappointing um, 40-yard dash uh, for some people out there. Finishes with a speed score of 97, which is just 44th percentile. Uh, But his breakaway rush score does paint a, a little bit more optimistic of a picture.
1: Yeah, I mean, straight line speed's not the only element you know, to create these big plays, you know, vision's part of it. Um, You know, he didn't do the cone yet. So, you know, we can say agility, but, you know, (laughs) I, I don't know, you know, agility athletically and agility just in terms of like elusiveness, you know, maybe they're not exactly the same thing, but, you know, vision and elusiveness comes into play. And I think that's, you know, how Bigsby, you know, has got it done, you know, even though his nickname's tank, you know, he's not a big time pounder, but, you know, when you look at the top 10 in his prospect box score scout, which is already solved for those, you know, kind of mediocre at best athletic uh, measurables, it's still, you know, it's just a laundry list of first round picks basically in his top 10. And, you know, I, people seem to have soured, you know, he really dropped down dynasty rookie draft boards over the you know, course of the past month. But I definitely have left the light on for him. i him in best ball. And, you know, I've, I've got him in Debbie basically everywhere. I'm really excited to see what could happen. I think he's just kind of flying under the radar because of the other stellar performances that we've seen, but you know, there's no reason that he couldn't still end up being like, you know, a third round pick for somebody that's not willing to, to risk letting him fall to to round four. When I look at his top 10, Dave, we've got Javante Williams, Cam Akers, Travis ETN. That's the top three Uh Javid best. Mark Ingram, Shane Vereen, Noshan Marino, Rashard Bendenhall, Amir Abdullah, and Doug Martin. I mean, all those guys, you know, really save, really save Abdullah and Best. I mean, all those guys have had, you know, bursts that have at least shown you what they're capable of from a fantasy perspective. Maybe Akers, is—I'm being a little bit too kind there because he's only done it for like a month at a time,
2: right? But everybody
1: else, I mean, seven out of ten. I mean, these are these are hits for you know, considering where Bigsby would go in a dynasty startup right now, or go in a dynasty rookie draft. So I love seeing him here. You know, maybe this is another situation where you know we talked a little bit about you know earlier in the episode. Sometimes you just kind of fade the combine. If the production's there and the other elements of the profile are there. Now that other player we didn't reveal, we did reveal Bigsby.
2: Yeah. So um there's a couple more guys that finish you know around the 50th percentile range. As I said, overall this was a pretty impressive class. A couple guys that finished a lot lower than we would like to see that I think are worth calling out. Uh, Kenny McIntosh, man, finishes very close to the bottom in the third percentile with yeah. a breakaway, breakaway rush score of just 16. Now, I think, to be fair, I, uh, I could point out the fact that he did not do very well in terms of getting attempts per game, which maybe you could write off in his offense, but also very inefficient, did not really demonstrate big play, breakaway ability uh, a player that i really like and i list a couple of reasons in the article as to why i think you could overlook it um israel abanaconda with a breakaway yeah. rush score of just 40 uh which puts him in the 19th percentile so i was a little bit disappointed to see that and another player here that i really would have liked to have seen Score well, given the fact that this could have been something to overcome a profile that's hard to make sense of is Roshan Johnson puts up a 42 finishes in just the 21st percentile, Um not able to make up for that lack of volume that you might have seen in his profile. Uh, Albeit, though, actually, in terms of attempts per game, he wasn't that much lower than some of these other players in the class. So disappointing results for Johnson.
1: Yeah, he's kind of faded. I mean, a little bit, but it'll be interesting to see what the the NFL scouts and GMs think of Johnson. I, I think I talked about, you know, back in January when we were doing volume one, his efficiency is interesting to know. But at the same time, you know, he did get some pretty favorable game situations. Yep. Um, you know, and, in, in, in cleanup clean uh, up at times uh, for Bishon Robinson. You know, I would encourage anybody who is looking for just a little bit of edge and particularly in some of those names that are flying under the radar to check out Dave's article. It's well worth a sub, Um, you know, just, just for this data and then you're going to get everything else on the site as well. So you can check it out. 2023 breakaway rush scores on rotoviz.com came out March 29th. Check it out. It won't disappoint.
2: Thank you for listening to the RotoViz Fantasy Football Show. Send us questions at rvffshow at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Dave CabinF and at C Patrick NFL. Leave us a voicemail at 978-615-9214 and make sure to rate, review, and subscribe.